marriage, hauntings, murder, we've got it all. A husband and wife talking about all things real, scary, and truthful. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the show of podcast. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Do you know what today is? It's Friday. But do you know what today is? July 2nd. (laughs) What significance is that? Two days before the 4th of July. Oh my God. We began our podcast a year ago today. Oh my God, really? Yes. A year ago today, our trailer came out. And then our first episode ever came out on the 4th of July. Well, this will be my curtain call. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you're only a year, Tots. One year. Out. It's time to move on. No, I don't think so. I've been recruited to a different podcast. <laughs> what podcast? <clears throat> it's where we sit around and we, don't, we just don't say anything. Yeah. It's just, it's just an hour of silence. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will fight them. So... People think you're funny. I don't know why. (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, wow. A year ago today, who? I knew you had absolutely no clue. What? Even though I tweeted about it and all kinds of stuff. I haven't been on Twitter. Yeah, right. I haven't even opened it today. You live on Twitter. I haven't opened it today. I've been busy. What the hell? I had 70 doors to paint. Well, a year ago today, we decided to podcast, and here we are, 46 episodes total. This is episode, technically episode 39, but we don't, like, number the mini-sodes and stuff like that. We have 46 episodes total, over 7,000 listens, I think. Killing it. Killing it. One year. One year. It's been fun. You're not done. <laughs> you can't make me do a podcast. Yes, I can. I'm your wife. I don't mean shit. Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> Amen. So, I do have a story about a ghost. Every time I say so, this stupid watch comes on and she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Well, nobody was talking to you, ma'am. But anyway, um, when was that? Wednesday? When the, the ghost attacked me. What? When, yeah, Wednesday, it was Wednesday. And you were standing in the door talking to me and I was changing shirts. And um, remember, I was like, look down at my leg. And I was like rubbing my leg. And you were like, you what are you, you doing? You ran into the bed? I did not run into the bed. I think I would know what running into the bed feels like, considering I've done it many a time. And I was like, Something just poked me. Like, it felt like something was like, I mean, obviously, you can't see me. But it felt like, you know, what poking like, poking looks like. <laughs> can you hear that? If you can hear that, you know what poking is. <laughs> so I swear to God. <laughs> so, I got poked in the leg by a ghost. Let me specify leg, because otherwise that could be taken in a very <laughs> different way. But Man, are you perfect? <laughs> But, um, well, I'm saying this for a reason, because I made what I said to you into a shirt, because you came over, and because Eric was like, 
I'm going to see what it is. And then, like, he kicked the bed and then acted like the ghost was, like, getting him or whatever. Do you remember doing that? You kicked the bed. Yes, you did. <laughs> He's grinning. He knows exactly what it is. And then you were like, oh, no. Oh, no. And so I said, when that ghost Fs you up, you're going to be pissed. <laughs> so I made a shirt out of it because it's funny. And it's cute. Look at it. When that ghost Fs you up, you're going to be pissed. No, I won't. You are going to be mad? I'll be a like, believer. <laughs> yeah, we finally. I, I won't even be mad. We finally turned him into a believer. Like, all right. Well, <laughs> we a, did that's it. That's a thing. We did it. Yeah, I got poked in the leg by a ghost. And did you hear her laptop ding? <laughs> because every time it's, is your stuff silent? <laughs> is your phone My silent? laptop is normally silent, but I mm. forgot I was listening. And then I said, what I say? I said, it's never me. And I forgot and I was listening to a podcast today. Again, what happened? It was you. <laughs> Whatever. Again. Whatever. Forty-six out of forty-six times it was you. <laughs> no, that doesn't ding every episode. Mm-mm. You're so full of shit. See, I'm done. What? Turbine tree like this. Yeah, I'm tired <clears> of <throat> the defeat. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, today we are talking about a murder. There's been another murder. But I think a few murders, not just one. Talking about a serial killer. This is what he looks like. He's creepy looking. And somebody got his face tattooed on him. So it's even better. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) His name is Albert Fish. Have you ever heard of him? No. Sounds like a giant wuss. (laughs) Why? Mm -hmm. Because his last name is Fish? This person's Albert. Well, his actually his name was Hamilton Howard Fish, but they called him Albert. Like, where do you get where? Where do you get Albert out of Hamilton Howard? No idea. <laughs> it's like when people call like Robert Dick Richard. Rich, yeah, but how, where? Dick. I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Robert is what Bob. Yeah. Well, James William. Is Jim. William is Jimmy. Bill. Where does that come from? Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't it be Will? <laughs> like, I don't get it. <laughs> Billion. I don't get If you know how people get nicknames, <laughs> tell us. No, it's not a nickname. It's just like a shortened shortened name. name. But, like, my papa's name is William, but we call him Papa Bill. Come on, call him Billion. Billion. <laughs> Excuse me. This would make more sense if this was your name. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, no. Okay. Anyways, we'll, we'll just call him Albert because that's what everybody calls him. Uh, let's call him Fish. <laughs> Mr. Fish. Not I actually Mr. knew someone Mr. with the last name Fish. Just Fish. Um, he was born in May of 1870 and died January 16th, 1936. And when I was like Googling stuff about him, some, there was like a question, you know how like when you Google, like it'll give you like questions people have asked or whatever. And one of them was, is Albert Fish still alive? And I was like, that I'm going to say no. <laughs> like 150 something 
I'm going to say, I don't think so. But, you know, I mean, I guess it could be like some kind of wizardry. I don't know. Um, But no, he's not alive. But he had many names, which I guess makes sense because in real life he also had many names. <laughs> he was the man of many names. Um, He was known as literally the boogeyman. So we'll just <clears throat> easy coming out of the gate. They call him the Moon Maniac, which is a cool one. Um, the Brooklyn Vampire, which I also like. Werewolf of Wisteria, which is also a pimp. New man name called And it. then Gray Man. Boring. So, like, <laughs> the Boogeyman and the Gray Man, I could have done without. I, Moon, Moon Maniac. Maniac. That's a good band name. I like that. No. I like Moon Maniac. I'll fight you for it. <laughs> You're not in the band. I will make it into something else. We're all moon maniacs here. I'm not in a band either. <laughs> We're just going to start calling everybody that listens to our podcast moon maniacs. No. And we'll put it on a shirt. <laughs> Look for it in the shop. <laughs> don't. Or do. I don't, I don't care. You don't make any. You have no idea what's in our shop. You have no clue. Nope. Okay. Anyway. I'm just here. I'm just here for the talent. I'm just, just the talent. He's just. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he was a serial killer, cannibal, and child rapist. So oh. I'm just going to go ahead and say, if you don't like rough I, things. You just not talk about the children. Well, it's not like he wasn't, it's like that doesn't have anything to do with it. He does things. He also like does like self, he likes like to pain or whatever. But so, like, he does something to himself that we'll talk about later. So, you're probably going to want to skip that part if you are queasy because it's not a good time. It's a, nothing to do with the kids. I'm not going to elaborate on any of that because I don't talk about that. But <sighs> to himself, he's the worst. So, you like the cat and nine tails and stuff. You, how would you do that to yourself? It's a whip. I know what it is, but they normally do that to other people. What's that movie? The National Treasure? That guy does it on National there. Treasure? Like with Nicolas Cage? Or no. <laughs> da Vinci Code. That's all the same shit. The you same know that movie. Disney movie? They totally use that. It's basically the same fucking movie. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No. No, no, no. Well, that fucking, that movie. <laughs> yes. the, the Da Vinci Code, I think. Very different. Remember that? With um, Tom Hanks. That guy does it to himself in that movie. Tom Hanks? No. <laughs> Not at all. Some guy. <laughs> if Some you, if guy. you know, you know. I don't know. The guy that plays a... Uh... I have watched that movie once. That's it. He's the damn... He's Vision. Paul Bettany? Yeah. I think it's him. I don't feel like he's in the Da Vinci Code. Oh, my God. Moving on. <laughs> I'll, prove, I'll prove it later. <laughs> or prove myself wrong. We're getting... <laughs> off track but now i have to know i'm telling you if paul bettany is in the da vinci I'm code 84 like percent sure yeah it's paul bettany so imdb says what's his name do you know he nope. is in here his name's silas yeah I'm, <laughs> i am never wrong yeah okay anyway if you don't like things that get gross i'll tell you when to skip later how about that 
I'll be like, skip. I'll be like, skip this part really quick. Um, so they said he was only suspected in at least five murders in his lifetime, but he only confessed to three. Um, he, but he did confess to stabbing a few other people. So he's like, I might not have killed him, but I did stab him. Like I got him, got him a few times. Um, his biggest one that he got in trouble for was the kidnapping and murder of somebody named Grace Bud. So have you heard of that? Have I heard? No. Well, who else would I be talking to? I've never heard of this fellow. Um, there is a movie about him called The Gray Man. So uh-huh. if you want to watch the movie. I'm, in, I'm interested. <laughs> You're like, I just shut this off. <laughs> Let's go watch yeah. the movie. <laughs> Let's just record us watching the movie. Yeah. Well, you'll get our reaction. You won't be able to hear the movie because of copyright problems, but you can hear us watching the movie. We'll just play it. Yeah. Um, So he was born in Washington, D.C. His father's name was Randall and his mother's name was Ellen. His father was American and his mother was Scots-Irish. So that's cool. Um, So his father... Was forty three old forty three years older than his mother. Gross. So he was seventy five years old when Albert was born. That's crazy. I mean, it happens. It probably happened a lot back then, though. Like in the fucking eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. I bet it did. It's um, a product of loose skin and loose morals. Ew, gross. You're disgusting. That's the part you're gonna need to skip. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, and he was the youngest child. So he was like the last one. He had three siblings, uh, Walter, Annie, and Edwin. So Edwin's cool, a cool name. Um, he wished to be known as, oh, here we go. Here's how we got Albert. He wished to be known as Albert after a dead sibling and to escape the nickname Ham and Eggs that he was given. Damn, at Ham and Eggs is an awesome an nickname. Orphanage. But what is that? Why? Because his name was Hamilton. Ham and Eggs is an awesome nickname. I'm going to start calling you Ham and Eggs. No, no. <laughs> but it's an awesome nickname. It's awesome, but don't call me that. Um, his family had a history of mental illness. His father was, uh, or his uncle suffered from mania. One of his brothers um, was just like, basically like comatose, like confined state. Um, his sister had what they called mental affliction and three other relatives had mental illnesses and his mother may or may not had visual and audio hallucinations. Wow. So there's that. Um, his dad was a riverboat captain. Nice. You know that, you know, the riverboat. Um, and he was also a fertilized manufacturer. So, you know. Really two totally different things. Um, yeah. Which one would you rather be? Fertilizer manufacturer or a riverboat captain? I mean, pretty obviously a riverboat captain. <laughs> well, I don't. I wouldn't want to be either, really. No. I'd rather be Thor. Thor? Yeah, if we get to pick what we want to be. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Um. So when his dad died, his mom put him in an orphanage called St. John's Orphanage in Washington, and he was frequently abused at this orphanage. And instead of hating it, he began to enjoy it. 
So, okay. Um, he said, I was there till I was nearly nine, and that's where I got started wrong. We were unmercifully whipped. I saw boys doing many things they should not have done. Correct. So, okay. Um, but by 1880, his mom got a really good job and was able to get him back out of the orphanage. So, Thank God. Too little, too late, I think. Um, she was working for the government, so she had a good job. In 1882, when he was 12, he began a homosexual relationship with a telegraph boy. So, like, one of the beep, 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 one of those. Yeah, I'm aware. (laughs) I, too, went to high school. Um, Well, they did some weird things. They drank urine and ate feces. Yikes. So, the, the boyfriend taught fish. He was like, this is what I do, so you should do it too. And he's like, okay, you're my boyfriend. Yeah, bro, eat this shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, So, after he began enjoying that, he started visiting public baths. Because I feel like that was like a thing. We should bring that back. Like a public bath. Yeah. You want to be in a room with a bunch of naked dudes in the bathtub? I mean, some people might be into it. (laughs) It's just so, like, you have a bathtub. Why do you want to go somewhere and take a bath? I don't fucking take baths. Well, that's what I'm saying. Baths are disgusting. (laughs) So, if you won't take a bath by yourself. I'm not saying for me. (laughs) Bring it back for me. It's just a neat idea. So, a lot of people will be happy. I'm saying, um, I know, but I'm saying it was weird that you, like, you don't take baths. Well, no. Who wants to soak in their own food? I see. Oh, my God. Um, So... He spent uh, many of his weekends at public baths because what else he done? And he would write obscene letters to women whose names he acquired from uh, classified ads and just like any kind of thing in the paper. Like if your name was in the paper, he was like, something "Hey, girl," yeah. and it was something so gross. Let me eat your shit. So by the time he was twenty in eighteen ninety, he moved to New York, and that's when he became a prostitute. Like, he moved to New York and was like, here we go. Tons of tricks. And that's when he started, if you don't want to know, just skip like 30 seconds. That's when he decided to start abusing children, but only boys. He was just, anything to do with a boy, it was him. No girls, only boys. Um, So, his mom was like, you're not married. That's a disgrace. Guess what? Arranged marriage. So in 1898, eight years after he had moved to New York, his mother arranged a marriage for him to a woman named Anna Mary Hoffman, who was nine years younger than him. So she clearly didn't know her son was gay. I guess you missed that. Um, And he apparently wasn't mad about it because they had six kids. So... Their children were Albert, Anna, Gertrude, Eugene, John, and Henry. Hey, we gave her the ham and eggs, huh? Ham and eggs. <laughs> all, all of them. Um, he, I guess he wasn't a prostitute anymore once they got married, but he became a house painter instead. But he was continuing to molest children, um, very, very young children. I'll just say that. 
Um, he was married doing this. His wife obviously had no idea about it. And when he was at a waxworks museum, which I took it as like a, just like a regular wax museum. I don't know what waxworks meant. Um, he saw a bisection of a penis and after that became uh, into sexual mutilation. Yikes. So, you got like, when I was reading all this, I was thinking like, what, like, how does that just click off something into your head? Like, you know what? I'm into that. I'm into that. Like, what, like, I don't know. Like, that's always got to have been like some deep seated something you didn't realize or, and like, why, like, I have so many questions, but I also don't want to know, but I just have a lot of questions that I don't need answered. (laughs) It's just a curious mind that I have. Um, so, um, in 1903, he was arrested for grand larceny and convicted and incarcerated in a jail known as Sing Sing. Um, and I think, it's, yeah, it's a maximum security prison in New York. It's about 30 miles north of New York City. It's pretty big, see it? Mm-hmm. So, that was 1903. Um, He clearly got out at some point because he met a man in 1910 in Delaware named Thomas Kedden. And he was only 19 years old. And they began a sodomistic relationship. But nobody knows if he, like, forced Thomas to be in this relationship or if Thomas was just, like, willing to be in this relationship, but many people have said that Thomas was intellectually disabled, so he might not have, like, known clearly what was happening. Um, So, after 10 days of being together, Fish took Thomas to, quote-unquote, an old farmhouse where he tortured him for two weeks plus. So, again, if you don't like graphic things, just skip ahead like a minute or so. So, um, he tied him up and cut off half of his penis. Half of it? Half of it. Um, he said, (coughs) excuse me. He said, I shall never forget his scream or the look that he gave me. I'm like, oh my God. He also said that he was going to kill Thomas, cut up his body and take it home. But he thought the hot weather would draw attention to him. So, I guess because of the smell, I'm assuming. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. I'm choking up. So, instead, he poured peroxide over the room, wrapped it in a handkerchief covered with Vaseline, left a $10 bill, kissed him goodbye, and took a train back home. And he has no idea what happened to him after that. He probably died. <laughs> a $10 bill and then kissed him. Okay. Love you. He probably bled like, out. Like, what the hell? <clears throat> yeah. I would assume, I would assume so. I would assume. But that's crazy. Like, he's like, all right, well. And he said he never tried to find out. Like, he was just like, I, I did my damage. See ya. Got half your dick. Yeah. Um, so, in 1917, his wife left him for a handyman named John. She must have found the half penis. <laughs> or just, like, was like, this dude's a fucking freak. Um. So she was like, bye. And, but she left the kids, all six of them. 
with him. What a bitch. Mistake. So, uh, he he said that he took every possession they owned, but not the kids. So, at least he had that. Um, you know, whatever. So, uh, again, if you don't like things, skip ahead another minute right now. So, um, during this time, when his wife left him and he was raising the kids by himself and he had nothing, he began to indulge in self-harm. And he would embed needles into his groin and abdomen. And there's a picture of an x-ray and you can see it in his pelvis. Um, when they arrested him, they revealed that he had at least 29 needles lodged into his pelvic region. Like, how do you, oh my God. Ugh. Like, I'm just thinking like sitting down, that would have to hurt all the time or just doing anything. He liked it. Well, I guess. Um, he also hit him, hit himself repeatedly with a nail studded paddle and would insert a piece of wool doused with lighter fluid into his butt and set it on fire. Holy shit. Yes. You're in the circus. I'm like, what the fuck? First of all, that real, to real me, money. but to me, I just think like this stuff is like going to kill you. Like that's, I mean, that's clearly not anything safe you should be doing. Well, no shit. But like if you're putting... What what did I say? I was like a uh, lighter fluid into your body anywhere. That's not safe. Don't do that. Like, and then you set it on fire. What? Oh could have been a real star in the circus gang. <laughs> Just like this is the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard. Um, so uh, people. We're like, okay. Um, he did never, he never abused his children. So I guess he didn't abuse his kids. Um, he encouraged them to hit him with the paddle though. Like the paddle with Uh, the nails. They were all, they were all fucked up after that. They were probably like, no. And he would try to get their friends to do it too. I'd be like, uh, sorry. Tell Tommy to come over tomorrow. We're going to get the battle out. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be like, sorry, I don't, I can't, my mom said I can't be your friend anymore. (laughs) We're going to get the battle out. It'll be a hoot. What the fuck? Um, So after all that, he developed a growing obsession with cannibalism. So like. Of course. Naturally. But he would prepare himself a dinner consisting of raw meat and he would make his kids eat it too. I'd be like, bitch, I don't eat people or whatever you're doing. I don't need to do that. I don't need it. I mean, at least throw it on the grill or something. (sighs) No, I think it was like, I don't think at this point, I don't think he was eating people. I think he was just eating raw meat at that point. Well, still. (laughs) Still, I don't want it. (laughs) Put a flame on it for a second or something. Um, Yeah. Okay, so I had to take a break, and there's like 6,000 fireworks going off right now. I don't know what's happening. It's not the fourth. Oh, hear them? I wonder if you guys can hear them. It's going to get worse, too. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have to go quickly. So, in 1919, Fish stabbed. This is one of his stabbings, maybe. I don't know. It might be one of his killings. Um, He stabbed an intellectually disabled boy in Georgetown, Washington, D.C., so, um, he normally went for people that were mentally handicapped 
or he also said he went for people of African-American descent because he said that these people wouldn't be missed when they were killed. Wow. So he was a real big piece of shit. Um, he said that he would also pay boys to procure other children for him. So he'd be like, hey, you go, I'll give you $10. You go get that kid for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you fucking freak. Um, he tortured, mutilated, and murdered young children with implements of hell, which is what he called it. And it was a meat cleaver, a butcher knife, and a small handsaw. Lord. Because <sighs> like I said, he's a real piece of shit. So, in 1924, um, he found an eight-year-old named Beatrice. Uh, She was just outside hanging out, playing on uh, her parents' farm in Staten Island. He was like, I'll give you some money if you come help me look for some rhubarb. And she was like, okay. And so, um, she was about to leave the farm, and her mom came outside. And she's like, who the fuck are you? I don't think so. So, she chased him away. But then he later came back to the farm and tried to sleep in their barn. So he's like, I can't take your kid, but I'm going to sleep in your barn. But then the dad found him in the barn and was like, get out. Like, we have already ran you up once. Go. I would have shot him. Um, so then three days later, he was still in Staten Island and he found a girl named uh, Frances and killed her. And uh, during this time, Fish said he was suffering from psychosis and felt that God was commanding him to torture and sexually mutilate children. So this is the second person. Oh, no. The other guy said the dog. The devil dog. The dog was telling him. So, yeah. Um, He also attempted to use his implements of hell on a child named Cyril Quinn. Um, And uh, it didn't work. They got scared. He got scared, ran away. He saw like he saw it and was like, oh, I'm out and ran. So he didn't he didn't get the implements of hell. Um, He did remarry, though, in 1930. He got married to a woman named Estella Cox, but after a week, they got divorced. Estella Cox and Estella Cox. Mm. Um, so after that, he was arrested for sending an obscene letter to a woman who answered an ad for a maid. So he was like, oh, you want a maid? Here's a gross letter. Yeah. Goodbye. Um, he was sent to a psychiatric hospital for that. So, you know, what if, um, but are you ready? This is what, this is what got him caught. Grace Bud. Yeah, ready? I'm ready. Cash is ready too. Cash is, Cash is ready. He's fireworks in here listening. Oh, you want us to go beat those firework people up, Cash? I'm scared, buddy. I'm so sorry. You can listen. He's like, I'm just chilling. So two years before his divorce and obscene letter, he saw a classified ad. Do people still do classifieds? Surely Um, not. Last time we read a damn newspaper. (laughs) Well, he saw a classified ad, and it said, Young man, 18, wishes position position in country. Edward Budd, 406 West West 15th Street. So the 58-year-old 
Fish Albert, Fish comma Albert, um, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna hire him for something. Mm-hmm. Like what? You're sleeping in a fucking barn. What are you hiring anybody to? Do? And how do you even have any money at this point? So he went there. He was like, I'm gonna hire him. But then he was like, when and during his confession, he said that he was gonna uh, tie up Edward, mutilate him, and leave him to bleed to death. Excellent. So that didn't happen. Um, when he showed up, he introduced himself as Frank. He said he was a farmer from New York, and he was going to hire Bud. He was going to also hire his friend, Willie, and he would send for them in a few days. Um, He never showed up, but he did send a telegram, and he was like, I'll come get you later. Like, (laughs) I'll be back. Not this time, but next time. So when he did come back, he met Edward's younger sister, Grace, and then he was like, not killing him. I'm going to kill her. And he was like, I have to go to my niece's birthday party. Um, do you think that Grace would want to go with me? And the parents were like, uh, I don't really know. Like, you know, we don't really know you. And he was like, oh, it's fine. It's my niece. They're the same age. Blah, blah, blah. She'll love it. And so they're like, okay. They didn't want to, but they did. Idiots. Um, but back then... You just let people, you just did whatever. Idiots. Um, so they did. She went. Obviously. <laughs> um, but she never returned. I was like, I lost, <laughs> the fireworks went off and threw me off. She did go with him, but never came back. Um, so they thought that somebody else took her, a guy named Charles Pope. Now why but, the fuck would they think that? I don't know. Um, the police did. Not well because they didn't have his real name. Um, and maybe this guy looked like him. I don't know. I didn't look Charles up, I didn't care that much. Um, but they figured out obviously it wasn't him. So that was when did I say 1928? So in 1934, Grace's parents got an anonymous letter in the mail. Who do you think it was from? Fish. <laughs> Um, ham and eggs. It was, it was that fucking ham and eggs. So, this is what it says. My dear Mrs. Butt, an 1894 friend of mine shipped as a deckhand on the steamer Tacoma Captain John. This is like a one run on sentence. Captain John Davis. They sailed from San Francisco to Hong Kong, China. On arriving there, he and two others went ashore and got drunk. Um, when they returned, the boat was gone. And at that time, there was a famine in China. Meat of any kind was from a dollar to three dollars a pound. So great was the suffering among the very poor that all the children under 12 were sold to the butchers to be cut up and sold for food in order to keep others from starving. A boy or girl under 14 was not safe on the street. Um, You could go in any shop and ask for steak, chops, or stew meat. And part of the naked body of a boy or girl would be brought out and just what you wanted cut from it. Uh... A boy or girl's behind, which was the sweetest part of the body, and so does veal cutlet, brought the highest price. John said there stood there so long that he acquired a taste for human flesh. On his return to New York, he stole two boys, one seven and one eleven. He took them home, tied them up in his closet, burned everything they had on, and 
why did I just lose where I was? Oh, burned everything they had on. Several times every day and night, he tortured them to make their good meat tender. First, he killed the 11-year-old boy because he had the fattest ass and the most meat on it. Every part of his body was cooked as eaten except his head, bones, and guts. He was roasted in the oven. All of his ass, that's in parentheses, boiled, broiled, fried, stewed. The little boy was next, went out the same way. At that time, I was living at 409 East 100th Street, rear, right side. He told me so often how good human flesh was, I made up my mind to taste it. So on Sunday, June 3rd, I called on you at 406 West 15th Street, brought you pot cheese, strawberries. We had lunch. Grace sat in my lap and kissed me. I feel like none of this happened. Um, I made up my mind to eat her on the pretense of taking her to a party. You said yes, she could go. I took her to an empty house in Westchester I had already picked out. When we got there, I told her to stand outside. She picked wildflowers. I went upstairs and stripped off all my clothes. I knew I did not want to get her blood on them. When all was ready, I went to the window and called her, then hid in the closet until she was in the room. When she saw me naked, she began to cry and run downstairs. I grabbed her, and she said she would tell her mom. Um, at first, I stripped her, too. How did she... How she did kick, bite, scratch. I choked her and then cut her into small pieces so I could take my meat to my rooms, cook it, and eat it. How sweet and tender she was roasted in the oven. It took me nine days to eat her entire body. I did not fuck her, though. I could have and wished, could have had I wished she died a virgin. Good Lord. I'm like, what, like, what does the whole story of... <laughs> My friends were in, and then they went to China. You could have just said, hey, this is what happened to your daughter. I wonder if that's what really happened to her. I mean, why would he lie? What a sick fucker. I'm telling you. So, um, the police, she obviously gave the letter to the police. And they couldn't, like, verify the Hong Kong story because... What would you do? Just call these people and say, hey, is this true? They're not going to be like, yeah, hey, people. They're not going to obviously confess to that. Um, they did figure out, though, that like the murder and subsequent events and stuff like that were true, but they obviously couldn't prove that he ate her. Mm -hmm. um, so they knew that he was telling at least some form of the truth in this whacked out letter that he sent her parents. Um, so when the envelope was delivered with the letter, it had a small emblem on it, like a hexagon, you know, like, mm -hmm. and it had the letters NYPCBA, meaning New York private chauffeur benevolent association. Um, so they said that a janitor at the company took some of the stationery home uh, but left it at his house when he moved out. So they think, like, maybe that's how he got it. Like, went in and he was like, I'm just going to take this goodbye. Um, so the police caught him. Um, and they were like, hey, we need you to come question. And they're like, okay. And, he, like, he never attempted to deny murdering her. Like, they were like, hey, did you do this? And he's like, mm. But then um, later he was like, well, I was going to kill her brother. Like, that was my original plan. Like, he never lied, I guess. Yeah. Like, 
at least he was like, I did, I did it. Um, he did say like it, it was never in his head to like rape her grace. He was never going to do anything like sexual to her. Like he literally kidnapped her because he wanted to eat her. Like that was the plan. That's crazy shit. Like, what the fuck is this freaking Dahmer? Like, what in the world? This is way worse than Dahmer. Yeah, that's true. Um, there is some, like, other stuff, but I'm not going to do that because it's gross. Um, so, after they arrested him, they found out that he also, like, took and killed other people. Um, there was nine-year-old Francis McDonald was missing, um, a three-year-old named Billy, uh, and his 12-year-old brother, and, um, another four-year-old named Billy, and I think they only took the four-year-old, only took the four-year-old, though. He wrote a letter about that one, too, but that one was, uh, somehow worse, so I'm not gonna read that one, but if you want, you can look it up. No, I don't. Not you, the people listening. No, I don't either. <laughs> So, the trial for the murder of Grace began on March 11th, 1935 in New York City. Um, which, like, stuff like this, I'm like, what do you have to have? He said, I did this. So, I mean, what do you need, like, a trial of your freaking peers for? Um, they did say, they're like, well, he's insane. And they're like, no fucking, fucking shit. Um, they were like, he's abnormal, but... He's crazy, like, but he seems like a normal person, but he's not. Like, they kept going back and forth, like, they were like, but he, like, functions well. Like, mm -hmm. he, and he's not, he's he's not, he knows exactly what he's doing, pretty much. Yeah, there's no excuse. I'm yeah. Sure what's wrong with you? Um, Let's just string him up and do the same shit. <laughs> well, they didn't do that. Um, so, let's see. Um, he did have a final statement but they were like i don't care it was like several handwritten pages that he pinned before they were gonna kill him because he got the death sentence um let's see let's see they found him sane but guilty and the judge was like execution mm -hmm. please so he was executed january 16th 1936 so they didn't like wait any time on him because not like some people I wait on they used to not wait very long. Yeah. Um he got the electric chair. He entered the chamber at eleven oh six and was pronounced dead three minutes later. His last words were reportedly, I don't even know why I'm here. Bitch, I'm pretty sure you do. Because you're the worst person ever. Um apparently it only took two jolts before he died. Um, they thought that maybe the short, they were short circuited because of the needles in his abdomen. <laughs> <Just help. laughs> like what the fuck? Um, but then they were like, that's, uh, not true. He died just like everybody else. <laughs> like <laughs> his abdomen needles have nothing to do with any of this. So, um, his confirmed victims were Francis, Billy and Grace. And then they suspected him of, Having, uh, let's see, one, five more. Emma, age five. Yetta, age 12. Robin, age six. Mary, age 16. And Benjamin, age 17. So, 
he had a lot. He had a lot going on in his many years of whatever the fuck he was doing. Well, you know what he was doing. You just said it. No, I'm just saying he. He was. That's so, a sick motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but his lawyer did say that he would never reveal the contents of his like letter to anybody. Because he said that it was the most filthy string of obscenities I have ever read. Like, after that fucking letter I read out loud to you, that was enough. But then the other letter was worse. So I can only imagine what that letter was like. I don't want to know any of it. Um, There was a documentary about him that was released in 2007. And also, The Gray Man was released in 2007. So the only movies you can watch about him... Were released in 2000 and I don't think I want to watch it. Seven. You're like, never mind. <laughs> I'm good on that. Change my mind. Yeah, so that's oh Albert Fish. Fuck now I need dude. to go, like, take a shower and brush my teeth and wash my eyes out and go to church. <laughs> like, fucking, I don't even know. So, yeah, this one's a tough one, but it's been a year, I guess. Let's talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Your face is <laughs> just like, this was the worst. Yeah. I don't need to hear that shit. You are on a true crime podcast, sir. I know, but it's a bunch of kids. I don't want to hear that I shit. didn't say anything. I know, but all those victims were fucking kids. Yes. Yeah. Some people did that. I don't need to know about it. Some people did that. Some people, I don't, it's, I don't, and like, I don't, wouldn't say that they don't care. It's just that they, it's almost like they don't think it's wrong. I don't know. Well, he also fucking stuck needles in his abdomen and lit his butt on fire. So like this guy, I mean, yeah, that's a cool Clearly like (laughs) didn't have it together whatsoever. He should have just done all that shit to himself and left the kids alone. Well, he did. I mean, firing, firing up your own ass ain't enough. <laughs> like, Tell I, me, he should have just went to the circus. I don't understand. I don't understand the fire in the butt. You like, I rich. just truly don't. Because it wouldn't light up in your butt. Right? How do you know? I don't know. <laughs> like, if I put a... <laughs> you ever seen fire breathers? They put the fire down their throat. If I put a like a lighter fluid covered rag in like a, I don't know, like a pipe, it'll burn. But the pipe is like the rag wet inside, I guess. The rag will still burn. I don't know, and I don't need to know. Don't, know. don't give a shit. I'm over I don't it. Know. Just stuck to the circus and been done. <laughs> My goodness gracious. Yada, yada, yada. I feel like we need to talk about something happy real quick. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I have nothing left, apparently. <laughs> no, I, don't I have no happiness inside. It's our one year anniversary. That's happy. We did it. Benny, we did it, Benny. Benny, we did it. Benny, did we do it? Can you speak? Speak. He's like, no. Come here. I don't want to. 
speak. You always be barking when we're doing this podcast. And now that we want you to say hi to people, you ain't going to do it. (laughs) Benny, come here. Come here. Hey. A wrecking ball. Can you speak? Speak. (laughs) Speak. (laughs) He's just sitting here. Speak. (laughs) That's not it. People are going to think you're dumb, but you're smart. Benny, can you shout out Derek, Trevor, and Rochelle for me? <laughs> so I don't... What if he would like? Can you do that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't? Okay. That's how you're going to shout people out <laughs> yeah. on our freaking year from anniversary? Now from now on. Shout them out in style. Say something cool. I don't have anything cool to say, but shout out Derek, Trevor, and Rochelle. <laughs> I don't have anything cool Shout to out. say. I'm not a cool guy, so. I don't know. <laughs> oh my it, gosh gracious! Um, yeah, yeah, moon maniacs. <laughs> ham and eggs. Ham and eggs. Ham and motherfucking eggs. Well, after that, I'm gonna go watch like Dr. Seuss or something. I don't know. No, let's watch Dexter. That. That's like the same. He'd be killing people too. He don't kill no kids though. He, he still kills, kills bad, people. He would have killed Albert Fish. I feel like. No, I don't want to watch Dexter. He would have killed Mr. Fish. He would have killed Mr. Fish. Scrambled his good. eggs. You know what I'm saying? Um. So yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> it's that freaking. I had emos for breakfast. I'm burping up garlic sauce. Fitness. <laughs> Fit. It's a lifestyle. Oh, yeah. And so healthy. Um, so yeah. I guess we're done. So per huge, you can find us everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh join our Patreon where we're having like mini sods on there if you are like five dollar or more pledge. Um, but we're also going to start putting some cool stuff on Patreon because it's been a year. It's time to step it the fuck up. So join us, won't you? <laughs> Be my neighbor, won't you? Be our neighbor and uh, go shop our shirts. We've got shirts, cups, yoga mats. We have all kinds of stuff, all kinds of designs, all kinds of stuff for everyone. So all of that, you can find us pretty much everywhere. Um in our description. Everything's in the description. So you're welcome. And we did it. One year. High five me. She high-fived herself. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, whatever. <laughs> she high-fived herself. <laughs> you're stupid. Okay. Do you have anything to say? Mm-mm. Are you done? Yeah. I need to take a shower. <laughs> Okay, well, keep on listening. Keep on keeping on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we'll scare you later. Bye.